You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the Glee Project. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Glee Project news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for the Glee Project. Hey, everybody. It's Tamara Berg and Michelle Macedo. Tech here to talk about the Glee Project, Season 1, Episode 9, Take 2. <laughs> Generosity. Gotta have two takes. <laughs> Gotta have more than one. Um, we had some technical difficulties with the show yesterday when we recorded it, so we're actually re-recording this. Sorry for not getting the show up yesterday. Um, it and is our number one show it, on AfterBuzz TV on iTunes. We're very happy and proud about that. So we're making sure that we get the show in Um and uh, But it is a take two for us. We did not just watch the show a second time a few minutes ago. We watched it last night. So hopefully notes will, and, and between the three of us, will we'll, um, be sure to hit every beat and every important thought. And uh, usually I find that, have you ever lost a term paper and then had to reconstruct it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It comes out better the second time. It does. So that's my theory that tonight's that show is, is going to even you know be what? better. I got to say, at the end of the day, um, it's... We've done so many shows here at AfterBuzz, yeah. and uh, this is actually not an unheard of problem within the recording world where, you know, you, what happened was we had a corrupted file, and so lo and behold, we, out of all the shows we ever did, and have Hundreds now, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're pretty much getting up to the 700s right now. So this is the first awesome. time that's happened. So I, I think those are pretty great odds. Yeah, um, I think exactly. that's okay. You know, sometimes it happens. Technology can't always Especially be when on. you're doing long form. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. one thing when you're recording, like, two minutes worth of stuff. Right. Versus, like, I mean, most of these are an hour or right. about an hour. So anyway... So, uh, so here we are, take here two. Here we are, back take two. So we've got the four contestants, Damian, Lindsay, Samuel, and Alex. And the theme for this week is generosity. Um, obviously, we all know what happened in last at the end of the show. Yes. Um, but so it's, it's, it's very... Um, I can't wait to talk about that, but we're going to have to get through the whole rest of the show. I know, I know, I know. I was just thinking that. But the generosity, I remember that we both thought... That it was kind of weird and kind of a letdown that they mentioned generosity and then it, it wasn't the show wasn't really about yeah generosity. didn't really portray it it was kind you know of what? A- it was uh, now thinking back on it uh, they were very generous by letting all of them come back. Well, yeah, but I think that's, you know, after the fact, but yeah, well, that's true. Well, something that's true. that I didn't think about when we did the first time True, around. true, mm, true, true. That's, very that's a thinking. very good point. Wow, look at you being positive for once. Whoa. Okay, I can be positive. You're turning over a new leaf I there. Know. I don't know, quite know what to do with you. So the um, homework assignment first song was Lean On Me. Um, and the special guest, Kevin McHale, who plays Artie on the show. Um, cute guy, adorable guy. You were talking yesterday about how he is 
very uh, different from his character, right? Yes, he is. He's uh, in the show. He plays a much more dramatic character, mm-hmm. whereas uh, obviously. Um, in this show, at least the way he was portrayed, was he was cracking jokes left and mm-hmm. right. I mean, he brought up the magic comb, which obviously for the fans of Glee, um, you guys know what the magic comb is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something he gave to Brittany. Um, as... Michelle didn't know what the magic comb was. Yeah. So... No, she did not. But yeah. can you explain it tonight? Yeah, can you tonight based on what you learned oh, yesterday? Oh, I know that he gave it to his girlfriend. Brittany, his girlfriend because she everyone else called her stupid but he didn't call her stupid well no actually that wasn't <laughs> the, the reason why she was kind of having a crisis of confidence and so he she was she was asking him for advice and and said you know what do I do and he goes well here I'm going to give you my secret weapon it is the magic comb mm. and so she performed and had great success and then he pointed out to her in the end that it wasn't indeed the magic comb that it was her all along it was her all along there's no place like home magic slippers the whole deal and then wait what happened with her feeling stupid that's a different episode that came uh, that's the whole later. reason why she believed the magic comb I mean, you're right, you're yeah. a 17, 18 year old girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you have to believe in the magic comb. Lindsay yeah. believes in the magic comb. She, she got does because she got the magic. She comb. won. Well, can we also? I mean, we we kind of joked about this yesterday for yeah. the fact of uh, what they actually thought they would portray with the song. Okay. I'll sing, and you guys back me up. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they were all talking about generosity, and we thought that they would suddenly realize that so much about life is listening to other people, and that maybe they've been a certain way in this competition that that isn't generous. Right. Maybe need to look at something different and And, have a new experience. But what do you think they mean by that? Um I, I think that means that you people need to be generous to me. Yeah. Why are you <laughs> singing the background so you can you blend your voices? So then when I sing in this verse, it will sound even better than when you do. So um yeah, so that was silly. But one of the things I wanted to talk about was the fake mics. So we've I don't oh, yeah. I don't I don't know if either of you was in the conversation several weeks ago where the we were talking about Pat and I especially were talking about the fact that um, in the homework assignment early on, in the early on episodes, it was looking like they were singing to tracks and not singing live at all for the homework. And it seemed kind of silly that they would sing to a track. That annoyed me a, a lot. In, in you know, a, a, a scenario where it's supposed to be live or the person. And I know it's for TV and all that. But um, but then it seemed like either they got the tracks on in sync better or something. And so the last few weeks, it seemed more like it was live, you know, ambient sound, multi-directional mics and that kind of thing. Everybody had a microphone in their hand for this homework assignment. And they were fake mics. They were how absolutely recorded. Well, they were real mics. But, I mean, that was how I had to write it down on my notes so that I would get it down fast enough. They were real mics, but they had the plug-ins in the bottom. So they weren't wireless microphones. If you have worked with those mics before, you would know by looking at the bottom of them. They're singing into these mics. They have the, the connections on the bottom. And they had no no cords in them. And that really annoyed me. Yeah, that... that- did it's it, annoying. It, yeah. Well, once you said it, I can you stop could, looking right, at you it. You can keep your eyes off of the so microphone. So that's that's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, we move. Well, on. you know, what? I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, was it? Uh, I don't know how they fully record these guys. I mean, they must be they must be lobbed up and all that. And so, you but know, it, I guess it wasn't live. They don't. They don't look like they're wearing labs. 
No, I no, yeah. Don't have. they record it beforehand and then do it? Well, no, they will. They have to record their dialogue. Right. Yeah, show. I suppose they have to be. Yeah. But uh, have so I mean, maybe maybe it's more of a prop for them, and you know, at the end of the day, it seems why like a prop. It up, you know what I mean? Wh- why the, the handheld mic? Well, why why should I bring it up or why? No, no, no. As in why you know it's. It's just a prop for them to use. It. They're not necessarily trying to pass it off. As, I don't know. No, that's true. That's true. It, I really didn't bring it up because of that. I brought it up because of the fact that they that it appears that we, and you guys weren't in on the conversation, so it sort of it doesn't make sense. But the listeners out there who who have heard this know what I'm talking about. That it was bothering us that the energy level and the the personalities that they were showing in the homework assignment sort of wasn't matching the audio. And so we thought that had gone away and now they brought in another element that made it look like it didn't match. And that was what was annoying to me. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. It's not that interesting to (laughs) Dara. It it is. So Lindsay won, got extra time with uh, Kevin McHale preparing her for the, the oh a guitar lesson right preparing her really for pissed the, me off so the song was going to be sing by my chemical romance and there they were all asked by robert who who plays an instrument right remember yeah. that and samuel raises his hand everybody else sits there with oh. their their hands underneath their chairs and uh and then robert says the thing well actually what, what i think it was was Kevin said, well, actually, yeah, I said I played an instrument, but I lied. <laughs> and that we know that, you know, you put on your res- your acting resume, I can, you know, I can do calculus on my head playing the piano with my toes because yeah. I can. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly. Me I too. Anytime in an audition, especially if they ask you, can you fill in the blank? You yes. always say yes, right? Yeah. Always. Always. And uh, always. I love, A, they got to take too much like us, but B... In the regard of, they're like, okay, so we're going to ask again who plays right, the instrument. Right, raises everybody hand. raises their hand. And uh, Samuel, um, now now as I realize it, yeah, you sure play every instrument, as well as the keyboard, except that was, no. Yeah, yeah. He had Samuel, so much heat for that. He did not yeah. play. Because he yeah. wants to be a rock star, and he can't be a rock star if he can't play instruments. Well, but he plays the guitar, because he accompanied Does, himself in the early okay. um, auditions. So he, he does plays, play the guitar. See, some people... Some people can pick up any instrument and play. And some people say that they can pick up any instrument and right. play. But right. But usually it's the people that don't talk about it that can do it. I can play a lot of instruments, just not good. Okay. Okay. There we go. But see, what if they asked you, can you play an instrument, you, you'd you raise your hand, right? Yeah, there you go. Of well, course. Because I can. Right. I'm physically but able to. But you don't to. say, you don't go, yeah, I can, but I suck at it. That, yeah. That would be bad. Samuel's. So the they, they get assigned instruments. Samuel gets the keyboards. Damien drums. And Damien goes, oh, good Lord, as long as they give me anything but the drums. And then they oh, give good the Lord. Oh, good yeah, Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, Alex gets the bass and Lindsay the guitar. So, so funny when they walk in, right? And um, Alex doesn't even know which one is the bass. That is just, that is just unfathomable. It really? Yeah. Disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> Like really, I mean, doesn't he have favorite bands or like he, he was in a no, church choir? Had, no, they play the piano and the organ in church. Mm. He knows the difference between a piano and an organ, but not between a bass and a guitar. I don't <laughs> understand. I don't understand. Well, that's because you're a musician. I, you know, I, I, I. Well, he's in music, and I feel like okay, you, you, you at least understand that bass is kind of like a guitar. Like you know what I mean? If, if presented a choice between a drum kit. Um, a keyboard. Yeah. 
and something that looks like a guitar, which one's the bass? <laughs> a thing that kind of looks like a guitar. Right. But there was, but he had to choose between a guitar and a bass. I want to know. They were both out there. If right before that they handed him a piece of paper and said, you know "Draw what? a bass," what would happen? <laughs> no, you know what? What would he you draw? draw? Stand-up bass from <laughs> yeah. the orchestra. Oh yeah. Here's That's a strategy he for uh, anyone out there. Listen, because <laughs> it was it was him and Lindsay, right? And so he got yeah. assigned the bass. And she got Ergo, the guitar. you know that she has the guitar, and so you just kind of go and, and especially, you know what? It works out in his favor that she's a girl. So you're like, ah, oh, go ahead. Right, exactly. Well, or, you know, fake it. Yeah, <laughs> like as, fake it. You know, a little bit simplistic way of putting what you said. But yeah, fake it until until you got it figured out. As yeah, they so all just, did. There you go. And they did fake it, but his faking, he didn't even convince himself at all, not for one second. Oh, no, he was bad on that. Yes, all of them were bad, and it didn't look real, and I went crazy about this yesterday. But um, anyway, it, it pissed me off, but... They all got their little kids. They are right. mentors. So, so we had the kids. They were mentors to the kids who were from Education Through Music Los Angeles. And their, um, their tenants now, I really can't remember them. They were better SAT scores, better oh. education, and what was that third one? Better... Um, um, less oh, less, dr- less, drug less drugs. Less yeah. likely to do drugs. To do drugs. Um, uh, I have two sisters who are educators, so I'm a big fan of teachers. I'm also a teacher, but in a different way. You know, That's I would say. Good um, and uh, one of them is an arts educator. She's an art teacher. My younger sister's an art teacher. Um, and she is in a private school. So she is very lucky that mm. she still has a job because the arts are getting cut all over the schools in California. My other sister, coincidentally, is a librarian. Uh, mm. Before that, I think I've told you this before, Michelle. Before that, she was a home ec teacher. Oh, and, yeah. Right? And yeah. we talked about how she taught life skills, and then her program got cut. Man, and, I uh, really could have used some of those. I know. You said that she taught you how to I mean, she taught, she taught her how kids to pump how, to, gas. how to pump gas, how to fill out a job resume, how to write a check, you know, how to do laundry, how to make, uh, you know, the simple basic nutrition things, you know, not making aprons and yeah, know, exactly. how to make muffins for your husband. There's while still other the things. Yeah, there are a lot of things that she taught. But anyway, so uh, the arts get, have been really cut desperately, badly in California because our economy is so messed up and the state itself is really in a fiscal crisis and so there is no music education in public schools and so here's this foundation that brings it to kids and knows that and what a great place to do it in Los Angeles because there are musicians everywhere yeah um but education through music Los Angeles giving these kids an opportunity to express themselves a new skill to learn that could potentially be a skill that they could make a living with if nothing else they're getting a chance to express themselves with me huge 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 supporter of the arts so, and and I think they're incredibly important when uh in elementary school because kids are less likely to have inhibitions about that they're it's easier for mm. them to learn music as children yeah, right yes um I gave up the piano when I was in college and I regret it really yeah I was terrible by when the did you start uh you know I was like elementary school middle school and really wish I would have kept at it um, cause f- from when I quit, which was about 14, I would say, and then went back to it when I was like 19 or 20, mm. impossible to make up those years. Mm. Can't do it. Yeah. So, uh, so nice that these kids were coming in and getting to see, um, professionals get to work with professionals and get to express themselves. 
Um, so each one of our mentors gets assigned a uh, mini a protege. Them. <laughs> right. So uh, Damien got a child named Leon, a boy named Leon, and Liam plays the drums. Yes. And, and to which Damien <laughs> replied, God sent you from heaven to help me. <laughs> Damien's funny. Yeah. Um, then we had, uh, let's see, Alex had a girl named Alegria. Mm. Did you want to talk about that? Okay, so, I mean, I understand there's uh, three guys and one girl on the show. And, uh, you know, in some sense they want to bring in two girls and two guys from the little kids team. Uh, if they were matching them by their basic... But, if yeah, if, if, if they were co- going off the mini them... Yeah. Scenario. Why does Alex get a girl? Be, and and here's what I here's my response to that. Uh, it is that he, first of all, he has that huge high range. Sings in the girl range. He he's not singing, you know, way down in the bass and tenor. Yeah. Range. He's very feminine. He's very feminine. He shows up in drag several times. Yeah. We've and already seen the it. next. And we're gonna see it next week. Yeah. yeah. So um. You know, I don't know why they picked a girl. I don't know if it was... Maybe it sort of sticks out as being a weird choice if you think about it that way. If you just thought these every kid's going to get a, a protege to mentor, it, it's not about them being a, an exact match, except for all the others they really matched. So that's why it seems kind of odd. Yeah, and, and also, I can't really imagine he would be much different with a boy either. I don't think so either. I'm sure you're right. So I mean, even his kids, were ridiculous. I don't. Like, oh, he was what's terrible. Your poor favorite thing. color. Okay, now ask me a question. All right. I know. Um, right. ask me a question. But also, you know, I, I I tend to think I I do pretty well with kids myself, and some kids just don't want to talk. That's so there true. There are times when you just can't get through to them. So you just don't. Can't. Yeah. So just chill there. Because so, they're not going to No, not so then talk. be the sadist and be like, all right, all right, we're going to practice the song. You right, exactly. All right, just be on message. Minor. Exactly. Just be on task. Yeah. Then he's um, like, uh, do you want to sing the song? Or? Yeah. Yeah. He finally got there. And maybe I know. That, that was a, a better route to take. Yeah. But um, so Lindsay got a girl named Lily. And she goes, Lily is just like me because she's so smart and she's <laughs> so talented. And I was like, oh, my God, again. I know. The I know. And the, uh, and the little girl and her were both equally obnoxious. <laughs> And arrogant, and well, I, I'm sure Lindsay got her beat on the arrogance level because she's just lived more years. But, but yeah, yeah, oh definitely. Oh my God, Wendy! She's like, that's Peter what part Pan. I played in Peter Pan. Oh my God, we're exactly oh like. I'm so, so awesome. Both, so you're so awesome. I know. We're awesome. Aren't we awesome. so awesome? Let's oh be God. awesome. Still. I love us. Don't you love us? <laughs> we're totally gonna win. <laughs> I love us so much. I love us so. It's sick. Much. It's sick. Keep people like that apart from each other. Oh my God, yes. So then we go into the recording studio to record the vocals. Uh, Samuel had trouble because he was having a hard time. So do you want to talk about that? You talked about that oh, a little yeah. bit yesterday well, with his Samuel issue. was having trouble because he was pushing. And basically, he, to him, it sounds like that he's surprised every time. Like he never knows if he's going to be able to hit something right. or not. Right. But within his range, first of all, he knows his range. So if he can hit a note he'll be able to hit it unless he has laryngitis or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or unless he keeps doing what he's doing which is pushing his his throat forward pushing his neck like straining it down to push 
not breathing and his throat is so tensed up that if it's even if you're super nervous breathe that's the only thing that will relax the throat right because and that is when people sing before they sing and they're really nervous their throat is tense whatever but the minute that you start and you're just taking that air then you're just like in the moment you know but i think that's also really a typical sort of rock singer uh, trap they fall into. Yeah. You know, somebody who hasn't had any any vocal training or any classical training, they yeah. don't learn that. You know, they think that intensity equals constriction equals, you know, a great performance. Yeah. Whereas if you have any kind of vocal background training, you learn that it's all about opening up your mouth and opening up your throat and dropping your tongue and, you know, yeah. and not straining because straining is the thing that will kill yeah yeah exactly and and he yeah I think that's a big thing he's also trying to belt from that place yep when he should mix it and he should go into his falsetto um Uh uh-huh and he just didn't even though that's really people today like you know rock stars or or you know famous rock people singers yeah yeah singers there we go uh, they do it so he's trying to He's trying to do, Emulate. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to do something like that, but it's just not working for him. And she knows it and she, he, no one knows how to explain it to him. Right. And that is frustrating yeah. because he's killing himself over it. Yeah. Yeah. And he got the easiest song ever. Oh yeah. We'll get to that yeah. for sure. Um, so, the, so then they go on to the set and are shooting the video, um, and Robert, I think, was the one who said, "These, you know, the contenders, what we're looking for is generosity in these relationships. We're looking for the contenders slash mentors who, who are really going to help their co-stars. And that was kind of my beef with this, is it didn't look like they were really helping all that much. Yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't notice a lot of generosity going on. Maybe it, was, it happened off camera, but it, you know, I just saw them kind of hanging out together here we're doing a song but I didn't see a display of generosity I felt like the the title and the theme behind the video it was just the beginning song a a misnomer lean on me that's the only part of it that had anything to do with generosity and I know Glee Project is not about doing twists or anything like that but um I, I I almost expected there to be some sort of task that put people in a situation where they'd have to make a choice you know, and if they chose generously, yeah, exactly. That, but but it didn't happen, and I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a lame, honestly. Yeah, because uh, we were excited about that. Because I want to see, because I want to see the decisions yeah. that they would make. Yeah, if it was between themselves mm-hmm. and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. No, it should be it called d- babysitting. It sh- yeah, or something like that. Or like I we're doing know. something for music and. Or the music education. But music video. Yeah, they made a kick ass video. Oh, sorry. See, I said kick butt. I know, you were nice. (laughs) uh, I'm aware of our teen demographic. I'm sorry, I apologize (laughs) if I've offended any ears. I have a salty vocabulary. I can't help sometimes. (laughs) Um, So in the video, Lindsay was having trouble with the vocals. She was. And I kind of didn't understand that because Nikki said she's not even coming close to. I thought she said hitting the notes. But maybe she was saying matching the, m- the matching the playback. Yeah. But because um, I don't know why you would have to hit the notes while you're doing the video because you're yeah. singing to playback. Yeah. But Lindsay was having trouble with that. Same with Damien. They said he was having trouble with his facial expressions. 
he he's got an issue right there. He's you know? got an he's eyebrow got, issue. Yeah, I was I was saying that I think he needs to um, visit the dermatologist and get a little Botox up in that eyebrow. Yeah, it, I think it it's will just serve way him. too active. It's really really there's a lot going on. Oh, and then when he looks happy or excited or passionate, it comes across as frustration and anger. Yeah. Yeah. And being upset. I really don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. You did like um, an okay accent there. That was for not the first bad. Time. Quick side note about Damien. We got a, a post on our Facebook page from Anna in Hawaii um, saying that she loves the show and loves our show. Woo! Yay. Um, she wants to call in, but she can't because of Ustream. And she loves Damien. Big, big fan of Damien's. And put, included the link of Damien singing with Celtic Thunder, which is the... You I saw love it, Celtic right? Thunder. Okay, yes. so you saw, you saw it. I, I was reminded that I'd seen it a while ago, but it, I for, had forgotten all about it. So Damien... Um, and they fans can see this on our Facebook page, right? Yeah. Okay. It's facebook.com slash afterbuzztv. So uh, sign up and friend us on Facebook. And uh, you can friend me on Facebook, too. I'm Tamara Jewelry slash Tamara Woo. Berg on Facebook. Um, I'm going to friend you. And... Am I friends with you on Facebook? I don't think you are, <laughs> which is so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I'm going to friend you. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. I was like, I'd like to call Michelle. Oh, I don't have a phone number. <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, oh, I'll ta- oh wow, I, I do have your business card though, so I can oh, okay. call you. Yeah, I know. That's, I was yeah. thinking I have yours. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so she, she shared this link of Damien, who looks to be about, I'm going to say maybe 11, 12 years old, singing with Celtic Thunder. He comes out on stage. You know, there's the smoke and the, yeah. you know, Bit, and he All pulls works. out his microphone and sings Puppy Love Made Famous by Donny <laughs> Osmond, which I just thought was a riot. And, yes. and when I saw that, you know, um, Ryan Murphy has been talking all along about how Damien's very boy band, very poppy. And I haven't seen it because I've only seen him doing his kind of jazz mm. numbers, you know, with the crooner. Like, yeah, like lounge. Sort of boy, lounge-y. like lounge not lounge singer, but yeah, that, but that sort of crooner, yes, um, crooner temperament. And then I see him singing Puppy Love, and finally I understood what Ryan Murphy was talking about because I went, "Oh yeah, he really looks like oh, yeah. the shiny, shiny Backstreet Boy." Yeah, he's like a little boy. He's like going all. He's like, "Oh, like girls love me. Like I'm so cute." Whatever. And it was. It was so cute. It was adorable. It just it made me smile. So, um, are you bringing that up? I am. First of all, love Celtic Thunder. I don't know if any of you have heard of Celtic women. Oh, that I've, I've seen all the Celtic women. Oh, yeah? But I hadn't actually seen Celtic Thunder in its entirety, except until I remembered that I did. Uh, <laughs> until I remembered that I did. To bring back I forgot. Until I remembered. Until I remembered. Here he comes. Oh. Oh. He just ran on stage. I'll be loved. <laughs> to this his jacket is so big I know he looks just silly <laughs> so but that's why everyone loves it and they call he's good and, and like he's so young he seems so confident But see, all right. So if his uh, if he's getting compared to the Backstreet Boys, 
That's an unfair assessment. Everyone in that crowd is over 20 years old. Everyone in what crowd? The Backstreet Boys? No, his crowd. In right the now. Celtic the Thunder the, crowd. The, oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think uh, NSYNC or Backstreet Boys were attracting like 80-year-olds to their. Concerts. No, but but the Donny Osmond singing "Puppy Love," Damien singing "Song Made Famous," but that's a that's a teen boy song. Mm. There's so, no, there's no two ways about it. Okay, so anyway, side, side, that was uh, enough with the side note. Thank you, Anna, for pointing that out to us. If you want to see it, um, look it up on uh, YouTube. It's there. It's also on our Facebook page. Um, where were we? we they all got their mini the me's. Oh, and he had a trouble with his face. Okay, and then Alex was just totally not comfortable with his kid. And Samuel looked like he was that kid's older brother. I know that was weird. And they were both exactly made for each other too mm-hmm. in a really weird way they're mm-hmm. both like yeah we're awesome yeah look how cool we are awesome. yeah um so they the video was great though wasn't it i mean you know it's interesting i mean i think uh if we hadn't really seen the behind the scenes we wouldn't have really cared about whether or not i mean they look good in the video if i just saw this video it would be amazing well because and they cut off a lot of the parts of the frames where they're playing instruments because I was like, how right. are they going to get out of that? Yeah. And then they use the footage from when they're practicing, which is even better. Right, because it's really like genuine interaction yeah. Yeah. And, and was adorable. And, and they, right, exactly, out. they cut out the problems. Yeah. Just well, like what that. they didn't cut out, as we kind of discussed yesterday, was the length. I mean, they made this one full length. Right. And I was so happy to see that. And it was the by far the best video they've done. By yeah. far. And, uh, I mean, we kind of came to a consensus as to why it's you know, uh, with the kids, and so it's going to get repurposed out there for yep. a variety of things. You know, supporting the arts, so which is good. Go I, arts. You know, I can respect that. It's not a it's not a cheap way out. It's just um, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was great. I thought the video was really fun. I thought everybody looked really good. It was. It, I I just thought it was fantastic. So then we get to callback day. Everybody was criticized. Harsh. Harsh. And uh, and they said Ryan called. Special guest, special guest of the After Buzz as well, Ian Brennan, was going to be in the judging panel for the callbacks. Yes, indeed. Co-creator. So Very. Ian Brennan, you've had him on uh, After Buzz for Glee, yeah. right? Very nice guy. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the episode, um, he, he was on our panel discussion for episode 21. I forget the title of that one, but yeah, season 2, episode 21. Check it out either on Ustream, Stitcher, or iTunes. Um, Interesting guy, right? He, so he's a creator and writer. He write, does most of the writing, correct? Very much, I mean, a typical writer mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, he doesn't... Um, and I'll kind of I'll kind of get into this now. Um, yeah. Ryan Murphy, while he is very... He's very smart and intelligent and can write, um, Ian is the more day-to-day coming up with things as we kind of see... I mean, when Damien comes discussing, in, then, yeah. he immediately comes up with a storyline. Right. And uh, Ryan Murphy is kind of the guy that oversees things and makes sure everything is carried out. Because, I mean, in all honesty, I think the theme of the episode was generosity. And in the end, I don't think Ian can really make a, deci- a harsh decision like this. And he doesn't want it. That's not him. Mm-hmm. That's more Ryan Murphy. And whatever Ryan decides, that's what Ian will go with in terms of like who should be eliminated and who stays. Yep. Um, and so... So Ian needs Ryan Murphy to carry out the day-to-day, the hard stuff, to make sure everything gets executed properly. But I respect Ryan Murphy for how he does it because I used to think there was one methodology, and that's Donald Trump, you're fired kind of methodology. Right. Whereas 
Ryan Murphy, actually a very nice guy. Um, very demanding, of course, as he should Has be. Has to be. But at the end of the day, very genuine and very nice to everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It makes it fun to work with. Win-win. That's right. And Exactly. And Ian, I mean, honestly, God, just the sweetest guy. Nice That's guy. so nice. That's so nice to hear. Um, I, I actually, I, I'm just remembering that. Oh, I can't remember which one it is. What? I have a friend. I have a friend who's a geologist. Oh, interesting. Very good friend. He's a geologist, and he does surveys uh, for people's properties when they want oh. to, like, make do land surveys if they want to make uh, uh, architectural changes to their home and need to lay a new foundation, stuff like that. So he comes out and does. Um, does uh those surveys for people for their homes and it's it's one of those things it's one of those situations where he is constantly working for celebrities around here he did a um who was the original lead singer of journey uh, um yeah, no. um the guy that uh steve perry yes he did he did a survey for steve perry oh wow had a really wonderful scenario with Steve Perry and I believe it was also Ian Brennan he's done a survey for Ian Brennan's house had to go back a couple of times and has some really funny stories about it that I don't think I can probably share on the air (laughs) very interesting fact too it's uh, up until this coming season it was only uh, three writers it was Brad Felcher yes uh, Felchuk right Felchuk Felchuk Ryan Murphy Mm -hmm. and then Ian Brennan Mm -hmm. so it was just the three of them for 22 episodes a season for two seasons. That's a lot of writing. Especially for a network show. Uh-huh. That's amazing. That's unheard of. Uh-huh. You know, usually, I mean, uh, for those of you who don't know, writing staffs usually consist of like 20 people. Yeah. So to have a hit TV show like this with three writers, whoo. And do you know from Ian Brennan, Did is there any input from any other writers besides the three of them? Do they have a no. writing room? Well, now, they, now they, they've hired six more writers okay. for season three. Um, it's not so much unheard of, but it's extremely rare because Aaron Sorkin did a hundred zillion episodes of The West Wing all by himself. That's crazy. Very, very uh, Aaron Sorkin of The Social Network, with The Social Network. Oh yeah. Um, uh, incredibly prolific writer and writes very talky. So, yeah. but but it, like you say, it's incredibly rare. Usually, by the way, there's TV a massive lends room. itself more to talky anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But. Anyway. Um, okay, so callback day. Everybody criticized Ian Brennan and Ryan uh, Murphy are the ones who are going to be doing the analysis of the uh, last chance singing. Yes. And they pointed out that a neither. Totally live performance. Yeah. And they pointed out that neither my boyfriend, Zach, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Ro- he's not really my boyfriend, he's my dream boyfriend. Um, n- nor Robert were going to be there fighting for them. And so it was a completely different scenario for all of these kids who are going into the. To the singing, uh, singing for their life or whatever it is they call it. So Lindsay gets Defying Gravity, mm-hmm. which we kind of went, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, of she course she got it. She sings that in the shower it. every exactly. day. It's, that's expected. That's probably not hard for her, even though it's a really crazy note and everything. She's musical theater all the way. And she's probably done that song a hundred million yes. times. Yes, I wish they gave her, I don't know, something, something non-musical theater. I, well, and I'm sure they had a reason for it. I don't know if they wanted to give her a bit of a break or... Uh, I, I mean, know, everyone but... knows that song, you know? Everyone loves well, that song. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, I actually love the other song from Wicked, the, the one that talks about... Um, I, I don't know if I've changed for, for the better, but I do know I've changed for good. Mm. Oh, I thought that was such a beautiful song. Um, 
and not the big hit that Defying Gravity was, but I loved it much more. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex Given, His Eye is on the Sparrow, gospel song, which I was not familiar with. Were you familiar no. with that song? Um, and he said it was the song sung at his father's funeral. Now, we had a debate about this, t trying to decide whether or not they knew that. And we ultimately decided we prob they probably did, right? Yeah, that, I mean, they you must, think? you know, I'm sure, especially through that process, they interview everyone. Sure. And maybe this song was something that, you know, when they were asked, like, important songs to them or something right. like that. I don't know. But except for some of them couldn't have been because Samuel claimed he'd never heard yeah. his song before. Yeah. But I think that they knew that Alex... They must have known. They must have known. Yeah. He seemed genuinely surprised, though, when he was assigned that song. It didn't seem like something he had sung before. Yeah. Um, Damien, I Gotta Be Me, which was a great one for him. Yeah. And then Samuel singing My Funny Valentine. And we both went, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, incredibly easy song to sing. Yeah. Not rangy at all. No. Really, the only challenge with that song is conveying any kind of emotion and sort of knowing what the lyrics are. Samuel's complaining about going, oh, my God, I've never heard the song. And blah, blah, blah. Like, what? He, he was, anno he was annoying me. Yeah, I, he in was annoying. now, at this point, I'm starting to be annoyed by Samuel. I'm sorry for all the fans out there. But, yeah, but by the he's way, I mean, totally annoying Yeah, go me. ahead. At the end of the day, okay, so you've got two and, and he was doing this he was listening to the song how how many times do you need to listen to the song to really get it okay so you've a never song this, like that not many but even just any song I, at the end of the day i feel like okay you listen know, to the Phil, song three times we should have a we should have a a not con but we should see how long that will take by giving you a song that you've never heard before how many times you listen to it what, before what's your you what's your it? point what's your uh, my point is you just listen to it three times tops and then you're like okay now I kind of get it. Well, a song like that that's very simple, yes. A song that's more complicated, maybe. Like that, what? Like you have to listen to it more than three times to get it. Like what? I'm not going to tell you like what, but there, but there are many of them. <laughs> Eminem, one of the greatest rappers ever. Lived. No, his songs are complex, and you can get in three listens. Here's the thing. Get it. Here, just just last week, I was looking for a song to have in my pocket at all times for karaoke because I've had some karaoke situations lately. Been looking for <laughs> song lists, not really knowing what to sing, and bailed because I couldn't come up with one. Yeah. So I was going through finding karaoke tracks on on uh, YouTube to, to see could I because I have because I'm an alto, I, I have a pretty limited range, and so many songs for women are Lady Gaga is an alto too. I know that. Yes, I do. Um, but so many songs are written in the soprano range, and so it's hard for me to find a song. And so I was going through these songs that I've heard, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times on the radio, right? But you're play—they're playing for you, not the uh, not the recording of it, but the the un unlyric yeah, instrumental. instrumental. Thank you. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. The instrumental. I was getting the notes wrong, and these are songs I've heard hundreds of times for years and years on the radio. Yes. So, so my my challenge to you is: sure, listen to a song you've never heard ever three times, then be given the instrumental tracks and hit every note right. It's not so easy. It's I've, not as easy as you think. So I have a good example. Um, I remember when Phil listened I mean, to my CD stuff. and I was trying to ask him which was his favorite. Oh, I'll give you my microphone. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, they sing the song. And uh, I gotta say, my favorite was Damien for Sammy Jr. Number one. 
is not because of you talking. In fact, we dropped <laughs> in the ratings the time you talked, so you need to not become normal. It was in combination with DJ Jesse Janity and uh, John Comerford. But anyway, I love Damien, and I loved, uh, Sammy, I loved his interpretation of Sammy Davis Jr. Because, you know what? At, at the end of the day, it's very different. Oh, yeah, Phil is really happy that he knows what that song is. Well, That's that was the only song talking. I knew. Just a minute, George. Yeah. And here it is. And when he means I knew, he means ever. I'm about to sing. Thank you very kindly. Yeah. Shush. <laughs> you do have strange people at your parties, baby. Sammy. Go ahead, George. <laughs> They're like prepping. It's kind of funny. It's, it's a comedy show. Okay. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Whether I find a place in this world So yeah, obviously very different From uh well, I gotta David's be But I like this Right, I, I did too, I did too Um I, I thought it was excellent I I don't think the the I think the instrumental track was very different. I didn't feel like the yeah. the interpretation was that different. But I'm not criticizing it. I just I thought it was excellent. I th- in fact I thought everybody was excellent. They yeah. were. I thought so too. They were all awesome. And even when Alex sang, it really affected me. I don't know. I just was super affected by that. Plus I I knew that it was at his dad's funeral, and maybe that had something to do with it. Yes. But well, and what I loved about Alex was that he he toned it down for the first yes, time. Yes, he didn't oversing it. It was simple. It was beautiful. And like you say, maybe it was because he had an emotional connection to this particular song. He said he hated the song up until this point. Yeah. And then was it Nikki who came in and said, can you see the joy in this song? And mm. because your dad's in a better place and that, I just thought that was really beautiful. And yeah. I, and the one word I wrote for his, um, my, my interp- impression rather of his performance was it was just beautiful. Yeah. It wasn't it really him was. playing or trying so it hard. Just, or just, it's just what it was. Yeah. And I honest. thought it was his best performance I've seen. I just thought it was outstanding. Yeah, me too. Um, and the judge's comment on him was that he was a fascinating character. And that I think Ian Brennan was the one who had said he's, yeah. he's fascinating and, and definitely somebody that they could write to. Um, then we had Damien, who, again, my one-word impression was charming. What about you? Yeah, charming is a really good way to put it. He just he knows how to play that factor up mm-hmm. he, it's the puppy love thing yeah it it's is the, it's the boy band charm it is it's like oh he's so cute and he's so he's so innocent but just wants to perform i dig that that is an honest answer and i buy i buy it from him yeah i think i think he's fantastic you yeah. ha- you were have not always been on team damien no. Well, now I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I just, but isn't isn't that true, or am I just making I don't that know. up? I forget. I switch I th- sides. That means yeah. that you're right. I think I might be Camera. confusing him a little bit with Cameron, but I don't think you've always been on Team Damien. I've not always been on Team Damien. Yeah. But I've certainly not been on Team Cameron I ever. Know. I know. I know. We're going to talk about him in the news. Um, but they said he's Mr. Personality, and that vocally he has the hardest road because he doesn't have that crazy range that Alex or Lindsay mm. has. He doesn't have the kind of rock and roll personality that Samuel has but I, I just think he's he's incredibly charming and and I loved what um, the conversation that went between Ian Brennan and Ryan Murphy where uh, one of them said well he's great and 
and uh, and said, you know, I think we would make him Brittany's boyfriend and she would eat him alive. <laughs> it just made me laugh, you know, seeing him with this crazy accent that they probably have to subtitle half the time. Yeah, which they did this episode. I thought that was oh, so funny. Which they should. I mean, that's what you write to in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you know, he has that crazy accent. Brittany, simple, simple girl. And, uh, and then... They said the phrase that uh, we writers hate to hear, and then it writes itself, because it doesn't really write itself. Sometimes, in fact, some of the times when you really need it to write itself, it doesn't. Just like the elves did not come and do my dishes last night <laughs> exactly. when I got home really late and had to get up early this morning. They hadn't done the dishes. They didn't do the writing either. Oh, mm. by the way, I have a theory on that. Yeah, it's uh, nah, I'll, I'll share About it. To just remind me to elves. share it off air. Okay. But it's 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 basically there's. The short of it is that there's, uh, you know, like you, you say, the Coke fairy, the food fairy came. Yes. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, there's those of us who are actually the fairies. <laughs> who do the heavy lifting? Yeah, who basically for the rest of the just, yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay. Anyway, that's long it. short of that. I got it. I don't know. I wonder who you're talking about. I don't know. All right. We'll talk off air. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Lindsay was great. Yeah. In her song, it wasn't anything groundbreaking. I don't, but I don't think you can do anything groundbreaking with that song. Do you? Uh, yeah. Well, now it's so famous it's from ubiquitous. Wicked. Yeah, you can't do. Yeah, you just can't do anything. It's mm-hmm. you just can't do anything. And I just I loved Ryan Murphy said what we all keep saying. Well, actually, you and I not big Lindsay fans because we're just annoyed by her attitude. But Ryan Murphy said, you know, every week I want to cut her. And I can't because she's really good. Yeah, totally, totally true. It was so, yeah, I really want to. But then he asked her, but can can you get beyond that, you know, beautiful musical theater, Leah Michelle kind of character, who they do have to replace? It's such a tough decision that they're trying to make here because yeah. on one hand, they want to break ground. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's totally... Technical difficulties. Yeah, that one just snuck up on me. They want to break new ground. They want to do uh, new storylines. They want to have characters coming in who are going to inspire them to write something new. And they do have to to have to have a Leah Michelle type in there. Somebody who can do the big Broadway tunes. Somebody who has that great range. Who can really touch people with their music. So uh, I think it's an impossible decision at this point. It really um, is. The other thing that they have then is Sam, or the other person was Samuel who was fantastic. Oh and the skinny jeans. We have to talk about the skinny jeans. Oh yeah the skinny jeans. Okay. So Samuel showed up in those damn skinny jeans and Alex oh. poor Alex chose the skinny I, yeah, jeans. Yeah I know. Was just a ba- Did they force that Alex or what? looked like I'm so sorry to say this because I'm very respectful of the fact that there's you know he's a bigger guy but Alex looked like you know a, a Tweedledee character or something like mm. that you know I mean just the, the, the shape isn't isn't for skinny jeans and there's none a way, of their shapes it, are. Exactly. There's a way to dress that can help you out and skinny jeans is not the way to do it. Yeah. Just terrible. That's like they, Jeremy Jackson on Celebrity Rehab says we oh, can surround herself with, ourselves with people who make us sick or we can surround ourselves with people who make us better. Uh-huh. And skinny jeans, they make us sick. They, they make, make me sick. sick. <laughs> they make everyone sick. Oh, they're just a mess. And I know they're trying to be hip and, and fabulous and trendy, but that's just a bad, bad trend. From the very beginning, it's always been wrong. It looks bad on, on everyone. People, well, people that I didn't even notice 
ever. I know. Once I pointed it out, here we've got Lindsay wearing them, and I she know. looks terrible in them. Yeah, she doesn't look as terrible, but I, I have to say though, you can wear skinny jeans. Oh, they look cute on you because you're like as big as a minute. You're oh. so tiny, <laughs> and they look cute on you. But you're wow. the rare exception. That's so a... many people they just look ridiculous on. Um. So yeah, the ugly jeans just really. Oh, that's a big compliment. Um. So Samuel, fantastic with My Funny Valentine. Probably a better version of it than I've seen in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surprising, actually. Yes. And um, and the judges, Ryan and Ian, said, "Well, he's confusing to them." Yeah. Um, what do you? How did you interpret that? Uh, well, they were talking about how he hasn't been vulnerable. He hasn't been the underdog oh, that's yet, right. that's and right. that. They, they've seen him do the rock star thing right. and rock it out, but they haven't seen him break down or show any sort of vulnerability. He's always like on it. And in the show, they want someone to come from that place of the underdog. Well, the other thing that I think might be sort of confusing about him is he fits the path that the puck character is, mm. sort of, you know, the bad boy rock and roller. But on the other hand... Samuel is, you know, a Christian. Jesus loves him is on his back. Yeah. You know, he, the, the Christian true. thing has been an important part of him. So that's a bit of a dichotomy yeah. in a way, or if not a dichotomy, something that we, we don't often see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, he, as much as he's been annoying you and I, um, in the in the show the, the yeah. last few weeks, that's might be another reason to bring him in. I, when they all got done singing, I went, I don't know what to do anymore because yeah. they're all fantastic and they couldn't. I, I could I absolutely couldn't make a decision. Yeah, they're all so different. The fact that they're competing against each other just doesn't make sense to me. But and they're doing it all live for them. And Ian Brennan doesn't hasn't seen the videos and all that stuff, right? right? So I don't know. I don't. I would be totally overwhelmed. I do not want to be the one to make that decision. Completely and. They, they, I think they articulated that a little bit saying, you know, I'm not quite sure what we're going to do. And then they made the big, here's what, here's what I think we should do. And circled it on their own piece of paper. We get to go through the torture of seeing it yeah. posted on the wall. And ultimately we find out that all four were called back. To which Phil responded, I threw my paper. <laughs> you did. <laughs> threw it across the room and yelled something really loud. And I uh, <laughs> burst into tears. Because it, it was it was really touching. It was. It was. It it was. I think it was exciting it that was. they're all four going to be in the final, and I don't know what that final is going to be. Uh, so, so one person lived another day. In fact, three people got to kind of live for another day. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their how fant- generous. In their fantasy. And then you get to. I don't know. I know. I know. It's that that that's so that drives me crazy because. One person is going to be on the show, right? Yep. Yeah. Just one person. Well, in yeah, allegedly. I mean, I'm sure they're all going to somehow come into the show, uh, right? I think they'd be foolish not to use yeah, I, it's everybody a, they've they seen would. to this point. Yes. They'd be ridiculous not to do it, but they don't, They you know, they have no need to listen to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so everybody called back. I just think it's, I think it's fascinating. I think it makes it exciting, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what else happens. So let's go to commercial, and then we'll come back with a little news and gossip, because I got some. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. 
Big television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after-show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Ducky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424 424-256. Would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. We already did it. <laughs> so it was like right at the end, you know what I mean? Yes, I do know that. Uh, so I, I've got a little news and gossip. One is uh, TV Guide quotes Ryan Murphy as saying, the person that we chose as the winner of the Glee Project is not who I think everyone thinks it is. The person that won was not the person I thought would win going in. Comment is the most ambiguous, non-committal response, yeah, response that, of all that's time. Saying, well, uh, write down... Write this down when I say nothing. So, uh, <laughs> is it Cameron? I mean, that would be like the ultimate twist of like, it's not who you think. Well, I think it could be Lindsay, Alex, or Samuel, Damien. or yeah. Damien, yeah. Or it could be him. He's putting himself in oh, the show. Oh, maybe. I don't know if he can. I don't think well, that no, he will can happen. Sing, he, he, he grew up in a choir. I know that. That's a part of the inspiration for Glee. But, um, yeah, a ridiculous statement. And I don't know who I think it is at this I know, point. Exactly. I don't have a favorite. I'm not a favorite, but I don't have a, you know, a front runner. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that is kind of a ridiculous thing to say. Um, so we'll just move on from there. The fan favorites site was another thing that I wanted to talk about. And it is apparently being hacked or fans are cheating. Word on blogs note that Cameron's votes doubled in a matter of a few days and went from like the the tens of thousands into over a million votes. Um, a couple weeks ago, when Lindsay was in the lead, Cameron accused fans of cheating, yet when his numbers are skyrocketing, he claims he didn't know there was any cheating going on. Which, so, that seems um, a little sketchy to me. This is yesterday's leaderboard. Uh, so yesterday, Cameron had 1.2, almost 1.3 million votes. Damien coming in second at 1.2 million votes. And then it drops way down to Marissa with 510,000 votes. They have well over twice as many. as she Almost, you know, getting getting up on maybe by today um, three times as many so those numbers are really sketchy and silly um, I have not been able to find any official notice from oxygen or from the fan favorite on the fan favorite voting mishaps but we will be on the lookout for it and uh, Cameron's in the lead right now the winner of the fan favorites gets $10,000 and it could be any of the 12 I voted for Hannah which I Do, would vote for yeah too. I don't know if I've the voting only is still seen open a few at this episodes. Point. So I don't know most of the other people. Yeah, they're well. Yeah, I mean it's it's worth looking at, but um, the 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 voting thing is kind of ridiculous. And yeah, and as I said earlier, 
Yes. Whoever does win the fan favorite, I hope isn't the one who actually wins the competition since they don't need the $10,000. Right, if exactly. They're gonna be on exactly. It's um, it's it's a little sketchy, a little interesting. I did try to look a little bit more to find some more information on it. I haven't been able to, but you know the fact that two of the leaders have well over double is just silly. Yeah, that's. I was I was crazy. mentioning yesterday that um, Oprah was last year looking for her contender to do the my your get your own show. Part of that was based on voting. I had a video in that, and um, and there was voting irregularities going on there. They had to you know, audit them. They ended up shutting down the website because people have figured out how to hack those things and, and make so votes crazy. come from all kinds of places. And it's just, I mean, it's just silly. What's the point of doing that? Yeah. It doesn't get you, sure, somebody gets $10,000, but it the, integ- the integrity of the whole competition, that yeah. part of the competition is ruined and yeah. makes it not worth anything. Yeah, and, and, and if someone wins so obviously, I it's, don't, just, it's just obvious. Like, uh, why would you put a million more votes on something? It just, I don't know. It yeah, it seems, seems it seems really silly. So uh, that's that's it for what I have for news and gossip right now. Um, I think I think we should just move right on to predictions at this point, right? Yeah. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So we're going into the final. It's the last episode next that's, week. I don't know. What, what, first of all, what do you think the final is going to be like? Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, is it going to be... No, I have no idea. It's going to be nothing like they've experienced because Ryan Murphy, the hard-ass, is going to be... I, I think, from the preview at least, it seems he's going to be very heavily involved. And oh. it's going to be a change of pace like they're not used to. I mean, while every one of those... I mean, Nikki... Robert, um, Zach. My boyfriend, Zach. Yes, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. Zach. Mm-hmm. They're all very demanding. And uh, what's the direct, the music video director's name? Eric, Wa- Eric, Eric White. Eric White, is it? Um, so, you know, while they're all very demanding in their own right, they have not experienced anything like Ryan Murphy yet. Oh, no. no and he's no. going to be like, I mean, he, uh, we, in the preview, we get like, did you guys practice at all? Right, that's right. Ryan Murphy saying that to them. Yeah, and, and that's... I mean, Ooh. talk about shaking up confidence. That's going to suck for them. I mean, this what? whole competition, too. It, well, in the in the previous episodes, it's been very simple format. It's been you do two songs, maybe three, if you have to go to the final sing. Uh, one of them is a small group number that's low production value and then there's a bigger group number that's higher production value so it seems to me like what they're going to do is throw them into the middle of the lake and see who swims by basically putting them through the rigors of what it what it's like to shoot an episode of glee right yeah is not sort of what you what you think perhaps yeah and i think uh you know we kind of discussed this yesterday of um every little mistake matters you Mm -hmm. know uh i'm kind of a sports guy i don't know how many how many people out there are sports people but in a very uh, when when the teams are equal, which in this case uh, I feel like all of the uh, the competitors are now equal. Yeah, it's a level playing field. It's uh, the smallest the little mistake yep. will be the end of you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Goodbye. Sorry, you made your own bed. Well, and in in previous, well, in the last episode when Hannah got cut, I think it was Ryan Murphy said, you know, it's coming down to who is the most talented. Yeah. Um. In, in this scenario of the finale that we're kind of cr- creating, it's not going to be just who's the most talented. If Because he, he's going to be looking at how, all the things that they've looked at all season. How do you work with others? How Can you sing? Can you dance? Can you act? 
Um, you know, can you just show up on time? Can you hit your marks? Those yeah. things that that drive you crazy on a set when they can't be done. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to, I think the mistakes are going to show up in a lot of ways. How emotionally strong are you? Can you hand, can you just physically and emotionally handle the rigors mm. of doing a show like Glee? Because they talk about how they work so many hours. I'm sure. And it's, you That's know, it's insane. Yeah. To, to film a TV show and then record exactly. everything. It, exactly. Uh, it's just and then have crazy. choreography, dance numbers. Yeah. And tour at the same time. And then tour at the same time. It's an incredible discipline they've got to have to get through this. So I think that's going to be an element as well. Um, do, do, do you, do you want to pick a winner? Right. Mm. right we talked about this. So it's, oh, yeah. it, you know, the Oscar ballots. Oh, so yeah. you have, you, I always print out two Oscar ballots, the one where I, who I want to win and who I think will win. Yeah. And I'm usually just as wrong on both of them. I'm pretty much terrible at the <laughs> Oscar ballot. Yeah. Me too. Um, so who, who wants to start with who, who they think will win? Well, first off, you can't really, mess up who you want to win that's just kind of your opinion. right I mean no but I'm just saying that who I want to win is usually as accurate mm-hmm. as who I think will win I'm equally bad on both mm. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, um, I'm bad at ballots too I, I in the process of elimination I don't think they're going to pick Damien because you don't think they're going to pick Damien is that what nah, you're saying because he's too he's not out of the box enough you know what I mean? He's yeah. Irish. He's got that crazy accent. Yeah, that's well, very that different. That helps. I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna, In terms of look, he's not very different. I see. I see what you're saying. Neither is Lindsay. Therefore, you know, uh, you have Samuel and you have Alex. I think I. I don't know. I don't want it to be Alex, but it may be Alex for the sheer fact that I mean, this person is crazy. He's fascinating, as they said. Um, I, I, I'm gonna go out and say I. I would like Damien to win. And kind of based on what you just said right there, I think Alex might win. Mm, I sure hope Al- Alex's attitude adjusts because it, it has been adjusting over the season. He was a real, you know, diva. self-righteous, superior diva in the earlier episodes. I don't know if his attitude is adjusted or if we've seen it less, but uh, no matter what, I hope he, he can have a little humility and realize what a lucky, lucky guy he is to even be where he is right now. Yeah, I know. That's... That's the thing. I didn't see that part, but I would want Damien to win. Yeah. I would, I think that Samuel's going to win. Oh, Samuel. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think they can go wrong from here. I really don't. Um, But boy, it's, I don't know, it's going to be tough. You know, the other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, this is going to be our last episode of the Glee Project. We've loved the show, and I want to tell people about the sing-off. If and neither of you has seen the sing-off, the sing-off's coming back in September. It's somewhere around the middle or second half of the month. Uh, it's the all acapella group competition. This is going to be their third season. It's a phenomenal show. It's so I've been in an acapella group that was. Um, we were together for several years until half of them moved away. And oh. it's it's such an exciting way to sing. It's so communal. And when you've got these groups, some of these groups have, you know, 20, 30 people in them. And that's what the sing-off's going to be. So anyway, wow. it's coming up in September. I highly, highly recommend watching it. A little like Mer- American Idol in that you get to see some of the background of the uh, groups. Some of them are college groups because there are a lot of yeah. college groups that do acapella. Uh, Shout out to the Baker's Dozen in Yale. They they would come. They're an all guy acapella yeah. group from Yale, and yeah. they would come to my 
all girls Catholic school nice for like one assembly a year and yeah. we would all wait for them and um, I totally got to talk to them <gasps> Wow. What about Glee? The fact that Glee's coming back. Oh, Glee's on. coming back too. Oh. So, but anyway, I'm going to be doing the thing, the after buzz for the sing off. So, so please join us for that. Um, but yeah, Glee's coming back. Do you know when? Uh, September 22nd. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a Tuesday. I know that much. Going to be exciting. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to one of our fans, Sydney. Uh, Sydney P. There you go. Okay. Um. Because she asked the question of where's our parability episode, and we oh, unfortunately right. never did one. Um, it just, I don't know, kind of not fell through the cracks. I don't know, whatever. But well, I was out of town, and and it, it's it's a little it's, Sundays are tough to get crowds together to do shows because we've got mm. so much going on here in the studios. And especially, so. I mean, uh, all of us at AfterBuzz are industry professionals, and so so it does get a little bit tough. With people um, having conflicts. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because they have tons of other jobs, and we're all volunteers here. But um, obviously, we are very dedicated, and we will be here towards the, the sweet end. Big finale! It's so it's so end. exciting. I just can't wait. I just can't wait. It's going to be really fantastic. I'm sure I will cry. I'm just going to say it right now. That's yeah. another one of my predictions. I predict way, I will uh, cry. Before we kind of head out of here, I want to yeah. say. Uh, there has been a, I forget who it was, but um, you know, as you guys are writing in, someone said, you know, we've actually converted some people who've never seen Glee Project, and by the sheer popularity of our podcast on Yay. After Buzz, they're like, oh, what's Glee Project? They've checked out the show and they're fans of actual Glee Project. So I feel, you know, That's that is the spirit yeah, of After Buzz. That, it absolutely awesome. is. We uh, love the fans for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Do write in. Uh, with comments or questions if you don't get a chance to call in to us. And uh, and stick with us for next week's finale. Exciting, exciting finale. And let us know what, uh, I mean, uh, write into info at AfterBuzz TV with your opinions. Yes. And uh, you know what, before we kind of, uh, you know, discuss the winner, we'll kind of go through, you know. I would love to do nice, that. That would nice be exciting. Back. Yeah. Nice little special segment. It would be. That would be great. So write in, tell us your predictions for, uh, for the finale. The winner... And any sort of twists you think might happen. It's going to be exciting. So uh, we'll see you next week for the Glee Project. And for those of you who are right, and uh, we'll do a lottery with the people who are right. How about this? Uh, I'm saying it now. All right, I'm saying it now. Write in and uh, pick a winner and give us a little reason why. And uh, for those of you who picked the actual winner, we'll do a little lottery. We'll do a raffle. We'll do a kind raffle, of, yeah. and we'll send you a prize. Oh, I was fantastic. Gonna say, I was just about to say what I didn't want to throw you under the bus. Uh, uh, That's exciting. So write in and give us yeah, give us a little something about, there you go. about it. And, and After Buzz will be interactive next week. Anyways, thank you very much. See you next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.